What's good, everybody? Hey, guys. Welcome to the Breakfast Burrito Show. The Breakfast Burrito Show. <laughs> <laughs> With your hosts, Ian Verratti. And Chadwick Harmon. And um, for this episode, we are getting into some... Some delicious... Would you believe it? Breakfast burritos. This one from uh, unknown place. You can only find for some reason on Postmates. We'll get into that in a second. But I believe this is called um, Badass Breakfast Burritos. Yeah. 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 I think it's one of those new and growing uh, trends in cuisine or let's say kitchens. Um, and it's not quite a pop-up or it kind of is. It's like kind of a pop-up. Like I don't a know. shared kitchen. I don't even know if it's a shared kitchen so much as like a, um, it's the basic, so there's Doghouse. Yeah. If you're from LA, you know Doghouse. Um, it's just a bratwurst hot dog. Sometimes you can get burgers there too. Yeah. But like they're really yeah. just known for their bratwursts. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're good. I like, I like Doghouse. It's not bad. Yeah. They've gotten better. Yeah, yeah. Since they've, since their there's inception. Like, there's probably like what, four or five of them around? There's a couple. In yeah. the valley especially, yes. Yeah. Um, well, apparently they started selling breakfast burritos out their back door, essentially. <laughs> and it's just it's just breakfast burritos, which is perfect for the, what we're doing. Um, badass breakfast burritos is what they call themselves. They use all the same ingredients they use at Doghouse. Mm, yeah. They just put them in. And we don't know. That's so what we were trying to decide was, are they... Like, what's the... What's the method? Is it just a different store that was like, hey, I don't know if you realize you have access to this. And since we're in the middle of the pandemic and you don't have mm. all the space and you want the extra income, or was yeah. it just some chef was just like, hey, if we just had flour tortillas, we could just make breakfast right, right. burritos. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess we could have asked, but then that's like a lot of other like... But, but turns out, <laughs> and uh, Tyler Schlossman, who will uh, be featured on an episode in the future, mm-hmm. he um, was telling me that like he's noticed this trend of a lot of restaurants yeah. actually operating yeah. a secondary restaurant in their location, which yeah. I thought was really interesting. I don't know if that's just a pandemic thing or if that's been going on for a while. Well, and you know, if a place is claiming what the best damn breakfast burrito, like we gonna have to investigate that. You ain't gonna get off easy with that. No, that's, anytime you use an expletive <laughs> in your burrito title. Um, yeah. So we got two burritos here. I got just the standard. I feel like I'm gonna be like just the guy who has to get the standard because there's no because I have the one with meat. You got the one with impossible meat, right? I did. And was it impossible or beyond? I can't remember. They had both on the menu. Mm-hmm. Which the is beyond was more unique, expensive. Though. It is unique. I, I see that, to be honest, as a little bit excessive. But hey, <laughs> you know, brand loyalty drives many people uh, to do things. And so yeah. if a place only had Pepsi, I'm sure some Coke fans wouldn't go get go there because yeah. they need their own typical specific brand of sugar acid. That's true. That's true. I <laughs> I, I prefer just straight sugar acid. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So right off the bat, mm-hmm. tell me, here's, tell me. The, here's the thing that you need to know about this burrito. It's it's plump. It's a oh, yeah. very plump burrito. Hefty. Um They've got some very interesting ingredients in it, which I was really appreciative of. Um, mm-hmm. Again, it comes from a, uh, a hot dog and hamburger store. So they use things like their spicy aioli um, in this burrito. They Tater tots. Tater tots, caramelized onions. That's a big one, yeah. So they're doing a lot of pre-cooking and pre-prepping of ingredients before they just put it in there. And a lot of burritos will just be like, here's your onions, here's your stuff. They'll all cook it together. Yeah, totally. But you can kind of just tell that like... Yeah, I mean, yeah. A lot of places will do this um, format where it's like a scramble that is mm-hmm. just wrapped in a tortilla, 
But like you're saying, it really the initial first couple of bites are very interesting, very mm-hmm. surprising, and it does show that it's not just that. It's like many different things. It's a I don't know what's the best way to put it. I'm trying to think. It really is like the hamburger of the bur- breakfast burrito. Yeah, world. yeah. It's layered like a like a burger. Mm. Um, it's textured like a burger. Yeah, like the breakfast burger. Yeah. It is, you know, it is right. like a breakfast burger. You know what? We've already we just we just you know stop the podcast. <laughs> we cracked the code. It's over, guys. Burger in a burrito, you know. <laughs> burger in a burrito. Our work um, here is done. It is because <laughs> we kind of touched on this a little bit, you know, probably in every episode. But like, what makes a breakfast burrito a breakfast burrito? And if you're rolling your eyes at that question, that's probably a wise response. I think that. That's it's a pretty pretentious thing, but I mean, it's a show about breakfast burritos. It's a fusion food to start out with. It's a fusion food 100%. between between Mexican culture and um, West Coast culture and um, and the grab and go culture. Yep. And um, so, but there's a difference. We can all agree there's a difference between like a breakfast burrito and like a breakfast wrap. Oh, totally, totally. So, what? constitutes this? What what gives them the right to call this a breakfast burrito? I would say it's the inclusion of a breakfast protein. Um, they've got an egg in there. They got three eggs in there. Yeah, and then they the rest of it just seems to be you're gonna want some fats. Potatoes you're gonna want a big some deal. Starch, potatoes That's or beans. Kind of right, entered right? the canon of like a classic breakfast burrito. But it usually replaces the beans, right? True, true, so. true. So yeah, there's a big division in those two realms. Mm-hmm. Some people prefer the beans. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. Um, I get both sides of it. Yeah, but uh, this one definitely went with potato. Yeah. And good potatoes. I like the good potato I tater like tot. Them. Yeah, yeah. I went with um, an over easy egg. Which oh, is that what I did too? Oh, I didn't have a choice. You didn't have a choice. No, uh, sorry. I went sunny side egg. Um, oh, I think I have over easy. Over easy is yours runny? No, actually, it's just purely cooked. Yeah. So, so but over, my first thing is hard. some of the yolk is cooked, so it's not a fully sunny side. Um. But there's some yolkage stripping down, which is nice because yeah. it kind of adds a little bit of wetness to the burrito, yeah. um, which is really good. That's good. See, I don't have any of that. Though I will say, despite the eggs being fully cooked through, um, they're not scrambled. But despite that being oh, the case. Oh, they're fried. They're just oh, fried all the way that's, through? Oh, that is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Despite that being the case, the burrito itself is moist inside mm-hmm. without any visible like i don't think it comes with pico maybe it does i don't think i don't think mine did you got cilantro no you got um arugula right arugula yes um avocado and tomato so i think all these things are and then even the impossible sausage that's in here is doing a little bit of this moisture work too and so regardless of like if you want to add a sauce or not i think it already stands pretty good as like a good mouth sensation not too dry it actually isn't the perfect Middle. It's like reminds me of when we did the um, uh, Eaton Park episode. Uh, super dry burrito all the way through. You had to add yeah. the salsa mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. like activate some of like that that burrito ness to it. Hundred percent. And maybe maybe we could just put that on the board for like what makes something a breakfast burrito is like there's like it's not to be enjoyed dry. Right. Yeah. Like a wrap is dry. Mm. You know, you can add a dressing to it, but you can enjoy mm. like a wrap dry. You're right. Um, yeah, I think grease is, uh, uh, or, or fats, something like that as, as a, as a lubricating factor Mm -hmm. is, is not a bad thing in a burrito. Mm -hmm. It's probably 
more yeah. ideal yeah. to have a bit more of that. I will say, too, real big, real quick, because of all these different kind of ingredients they've put in here, which I would say do work pretty well together, um, it's not like a lot of burritos, you know, you'll have this like really one-dimensional texture, just mushy yeah. or maybe too crunchy. But this one has a lot of different There's textures. There's a lot of texture, and it's it's... It's layered in a really fun way. Yeah. It's yeah. much more like a very well-conceived casserole <laughs> than um, – because every bite I've had, I get a little bit of crunch. I get a little bit of the like the potato mush. I get a little bit of the the, the egg flavor. Um, yeah, it's just – yeah, like it's not one consistent. It's not like they put everything into a blender and combined it or – sure. You know, they didn't like cook it all in the same thing. This is layered. This is some time and some care put into this. Um, it did come with the nice. I'm actually really enjoying this hot sauce. I think sauce. it's Cholula, no? Cholula? Is it? Oh, it I is. So. It's just Cholula because it, it just has C written on the. I think it is. And I guess I don't have Cholula very often. Mm. It's, yeah. I will I'm say. I'm a Tapatio kind of guy. Oh, for sure. For, oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I agree with you all the way on that. Um, but I will say, despite me opening this sauce, tasting that it was Cholula, and being a little, little, little bummed out. Mm-hmm. Um, it pairs well with the burrito, so I, I cannot complain in that respect. That is true. It does pair well. It is. I don't know if that's accidental, or if it was conceived by some mastermind chef mm-hmm. who's who's playing 4D chess on us right here. But you know, props either way. Yeah. Sometimes there's happy accidents, and I don't know. Yeah. Now we talk a lot about presentation in a burrito. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Maybe I'll never know if this is a fair thing to. Because it's supposed to be a grab-and-go food. But I don't know, it was wrapped in a – it's very simple, right? Yeah, true. But I guess to that point, it's not – they didn't give it to us in a box. I didn't have to carry it. Like I just was holding it in my hand, and I was able to unwrap it. I can eat on the paper. Mm, true. Very nice. Yeah, very mobile. Yeah. Um, I guess now that I'm looking at it, I think there's like a trend in how we sit our burritos down. You're, you're a – Maybe this is something we can discuss as as a general burrito culture, and maybe some of you out there can relate with either side here. Um, Chad is a a flat earth, a a flat flat burrito -er. I'm a flat earther. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't been to space. I don't know. (laughs) How can you trust all those photos? (laughs) For the astute listener, I am being very sarcastic. (laughs) So, but what we mean by that is after a, a bite from the burrito. Yeah. Um, you place it horizontally. I, I do. Guess. I, I lay it down. <laughs> I lay it back down. Whereas Ian seems to be, um, he eats it and then he places it down like a trophy. <laughs> it is the best way. I just noticed that it's I do just that. Just a trophy. I really did not notice that until this show. Yeah. I mean, but but it stands up. Yeah, it has as kind of we've mentioned in in other episodes. I don't uh, think structural see, integrity. You know, mine just falls over. Maybe that's because I'm eating it in such a way that makes yeah, it fall over. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So there is structural integrity. Um, I know we like to really discuss the vessel, mm-hmm. the tortilla, and I will say, um, while the flavor is not bad, it's not like really an outstanding flavored tortilla. But it's not too thick. It's not too mushy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit of like a, a a cook to it, you know the yeah. They definitely I feel like they grilled two sides of the burrito, which is not yeah. 
and it wasn't a panini press because you know yeah. sometimes you're like oh obviously you just put this in a panini press like yeah. as the grill you're not, on it. yeah it's like you're not fooling no one it has Come like on, a that george, george foreman, foreman like, yeah. logo and oh <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i'm like come on you ain't fooling no one no this was actually i think put, put to a grill or something yeah um so it has a nice crispiness to it yeah um it holds its shape well um I am really impressed with how every bite, as I get further into it, remains interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've arrived in my burrito. I've arrived at a pocket of of uh, egg whites and caramelized onions, and I'm a little. I'm 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 worried to continue. <laughs> it just seems like a fun texture. I'm going to have to work through, mm. but maybe we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll say too. Yeah. As expected, that was very mushy. Mm. I don't think I like that very much. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm hitting like a big pocket of cheese right now, mm-hmm. which so far the cheese level has been really good. But I am too looking at this next bite and thinking, huh, is that a little too much cheese right here? You know. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can say, and I don't, I don't know if this is exactly a a negative because. Maybe there's a lot of different differing opinions on the assortment inside, like how it should kind of look. Like, yeah. But I think part of a good thing of a burrito in general is that, in like as opposed to a bowl or a scramble, is that you can have a very consistent bite all the way through. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate reality of this one is that while everything tastes great, mm-hmm. at least for mine, the bites are not very consistent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm getting a lot of avocado arugula once. I'm getting a lot of cheese and egg, and it's like. Like I said, not inherently a bad thing, mm-hmm. but that is, I think, a note for yeah for this one. I can also tell, and this just is like, I mean, it's the end of the day here, and so I can tell that like the caramelized onions that I'm eating have been sitting in their caramelized <laughs> onion juice for a very long time. Yeah, it's not like when you go to like you know your corner taco stand and you're like watching them caramelize onions in front of you and they're like crispy and yeah and fresh. Yeah, they're definitely mushy. Um, Those they're are, more yeah. of a mushroom consistency and texture oh, than an gosh. onion texture so floppy <clears throat> very floppy mm. it's almost like you could push it and to create like an onion juice which is a great yeah great thing melt in your mouth or not still no oh, no not there's no there's no melting in my mouth mm. <laughs> it's like um yeah it's just really mushroom is the best yeah comparison i wonder if they cook some of this with mushroom I could taste the specter of mushroom mm-hmm. underlying all everything That's here. It's funny, so can I. That's why I <laughs> thought of it. channeling the intro to uh, the communist <laughs> manifesto the specter of capitalism is haunting all of Europe the specter of mushroom is haunting this whole burrito let's talk about that you've read Mein Kampf <laughs> <laughs> I read most of it actually I got like three fourths the way in alright so last night Ian um, was caught with his um, literary pants down <laughs> I suppose so yeah. yeah apparently there's this video circulating around at our work our workforce Ian may have had a little bit to drink along, with his, uh, along with his cohorts. I was not mm-hmm, there. I was mm-hmm. not present. 
Um, it was it was a night of minor debauchery. Yeah, there was just minor debauchery happening, <laughs> very minor. Um, and he admitted, which I knew this about you actually. Yeah, but you admitted to one of our coworkers uh, that you had read Mein Kampf in high school, mm-hmm. and you had got the book the book taken away from you. No, I didn't get it taken away from me, but okay. I did get uh, chewed out by one of my teachers by it, and then. Um, a school-wide, like to all the staff and admin and stuff, uh, email was sent that a student, basically like, I don't know, a warning or just a PSA, like, attention, a student. Attention, it's back. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming back. No, (laughs) a student is reading Mein Kampf in the school. So be alert, I guess. It was so Mm -hmm. corny, I swear. And really, I was being super low-key with the book, like, I'll admit, like, I, I was, was only on the corner shouting at all of my fellow students. I know. It was a freaking, <laughs> no, no. I took, like, so it was the hardcover. I took, like, the little plasticky paper cover off because it's just, like, mine come all big. Yep. And I was like, oh, gosh, I don't want, like, so it just looks like an old book with, like, a black yeah. hardcover. Like, that makes it one. worse. You were hiding it. I feel like when you hide it, you automatically make it worse. Well, I, I was not trying to like telegraph it to people at the same. I was like in a conundrum because honestly, look, I didn't. I'll admit I was like an annoying, edgy teenager. Um, but when it came to this particular thing, I was like, well, okay, well, I know I'm not like an idiot. I know this is like pretty big, like deal for many people, rightfully so. And and even just the layperson has a concept of like Hitler, and 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 if if you're reading his works, then that must mean something. You know what I mean? It's right. it's 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 a natural, I think, uh, reaction. And so I was like, well, I'm going to – I want to read this because I'm actually curious, even as like in high school, my main thing – and this is what I was telling them last night was, I mean, I don't know what the guy really said. I know what he did, horrible yeah. atrocities. and But right. like how did all these people follow him? Right, and how can we look out for – I don't know if I was thinking that far ahead. That's no, but that's <laughs> no, true. But, sure, but how can we look yeah. out for what to do if we don't know what he said, right? Exactly. But yeah. the video last night is just you saying, "I read Mein Kampf," yeah. and that's and I was it. Like, that's, I and bought Mein Kampf, and that's the end of the video. And zero context. Very zero hilarious. context. So I just this is an opportunity for you, but I think it brings up an excellent point that like if there's no like, like I get it. You want to protect. Apparently, right? We think that. Mein Kampf is like a book of witchcraft spells mm. that if you read Mein Kampf, you're going to become a Nazi. Um, yeah. That it's like the words themselves contain hatred and power. Um, yeah. I don't know. I haven't read it. Um, um, I would. I don't want to read it. I'm probably never going to read Mein Kampf. Um, unless you recommend. Would you recommend Mein Kampf to me, Ian? Um, keep it <laughs> private matter. You don't tell people. Yeah, no, um, I mean, honestly, I think it's when you don't tell people though mm. that people get freaked out because they think, "Why are you keeping this a secret from me?" Yeah. Um, and it's like, well, obviously, I'm keeping it a secret from you. Like, it makes me think of every version of people doing. It's that movie trope, right? Where people do. Um, oh, what's that musical? Not. The hills are alive with the sound of music. The sound of music. Oh, okay. And there's like this movie trope or a character is doing the sound of music and they play one of them plays whatever <clears throat> the Nazi lover's name is. Mm-hmm. And so they have to wear their swastika for um, 
for the play. So they hide the swastika in their locker or like in their backpack and they like bury it so nobody can find it. Gotcha. And then it gets discovered and everyone's like, oh no, they're a Nazi. And it's, and they're like, no, I'm just in the sound of music. And everyone's like, oh, why did you hide it? And (laughs) you know. um, Yeah, it is kind of like, and I mean, maybe now as an adult, I'd be able to like actually think of all this much better and find a better way to introduce, not even introduce it, just. Let it be known. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if that's needed, though, to be honest. But as a kid, I was like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And um, I really didn't think I was going to get that reaction. I really did not. Yeah. That's fair. I think the most controversial thing I read as a kid, I guess nothing. I was part of that special group of people who were homeschooled. So, I mean, like, I just I just read, like, the classic homeschool literature. Mm. You know, items like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, um, the Hobbit books, the Chronicles of Narnia. Um, what else did I read? <clears throat> I read a lot of like just like fiction. I didn't read a yeah. lot of actual philosophy until I got to college. Yeah, I think the most controversial thing I would have read at, at like my small Christian college would have been like the Quran, and mm-hmm. I didn't like. I wasn't going around like broadcasting to people that I was reading the Quran, like at my small Presbyterian college. Yeah, well, um, controversial for the for, for the context. Yeah, right? the context. Yeah, um, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. Like, <laughs> it was. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, I was reading it specifically for the. I probably for the same reason. Like, I'm like, I actually we talk a lot about this Muhammad guy and how much he's like. We put him on blast. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and, and that was a time in our society where we were just putting people who followed Islam and practice Islam. Um, on blast mm, all the time. Mm, and I was yeah. like, I don't even know what these guys believe. So. I mean, now as an adult, you can read whatever you want. You know, the only ones that'll be keeping a note is like the CIA using, you know, your your Amazon <laughs> right. book list. Like, what is he buying? He, he bought what? He bought. <laughs> oh man, he keep bought, track of him. Keep track of him. Keep tabs on that guy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, honestly, too, it's like when I think back towards the book itself. You know, it is interesting, and I get, I get, I get my teacher's concerns mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent because it he makes some convincing arguments. Right, you don't become yeah. Adolf Hitler without making some convincing arguments. Now, I would people. be reading it to be honest as a younger kid. Now I'm, and, and so, so I like just to say real quick, I get why a, a teacher or an adult or anyone would be like, well. I don't want a, a young person to be influenced by this mm-hmm. probably because they know it's maybe the ideologies are influential, you know, mm-hmm. or his rhetoric and whatnot. Yeah. But um, thankfully, even at that age, I would be like reading, reading, and you know, and, okay, yes. Um, I mean, yeah, the, some of his political stuff makes sense. And then he would say something like, and the Jews were no fan of bathing. And I'm like, oh, you lost me. You yeah. lost me. You <laughs> yeah. lost me. Like, And I'm grateful for that because maybe some people – might not think how ridiculous that claim is. Right. I don't know. I, I don't really know. There's this problem, and it's happened recently in our in our own society, where like we don't, we're not. People can't be dichotomies, mm. and so people are either right or they're wrong, and yeah. so it, it's yeah. hard. So you know, someone's reading that, and they're like, "Oh, he's right about all these ideas." Yeah. And this, and I hate to say the simple mind. I do think that there's a level of um, simplicity in this kind of thinking mm. that says, "Yeah." This person was right about this thing, so obviously they must be right about this other thing. Like that, oh, uh, that right yeah. or wrong is an on and off switch, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as opposed to being, uh, or it's binary, as opposed to being like, no, so people are just sometimes right and more times wrong. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know? And even some horrible things or 
Uh, well, not horrible things. Horrible people, mm-hmm. I guess is the better way to put it, could have been right about certain things. Yeah, we don't like that as a society. Yeah, that's hard to accept. And, 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 because, I mean, and well, it makes right, we sense. don't want to validate oh, 100%, anyone 100%. that that is evil. Like, that's just, I mean, I yeah. agree with it. Who wants to validate? I think we think that saying somebody was correct is validation, yeah. but I think that's just like a real Western way of thinking. Yeah. Um, I wonder if people in other cultures and societies feel that same way. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to say the funny part is that, you know, even especially maybe just in American culture, well, probably Western, maybe all culture, honestly, mm-hmm. you also create heroes of certain people and then don't look at their negative aspects right. a lot of times. And so it really does go both ways. This kind of yeah. like horse blinder mentality. Yeah. All that to be said, to bring it around full circle. Mm, yeah. This burrito. This burrito, um, I think, is a representation of, of, of American, American politics. politics. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah. So um, it's an experiment. It and is the American. Experiment. The American. What? Democracy. Is the always democratic system is, is an what experiment. What did Franklin say? He goes, Mr. Mr. Franklin, what kind of government did you give us? A republic, if you can keep it. <laughs> I just imagine he sounded like a like a southern gentleman. Yeah, he's got like this. <laughs> even though he's from Philadelphia. Aristocratic drawl. <laughs> and spent most of his time in France. Um, you see, the government is like a burrito. <laughs> oh, man. That's right. Now let's take that away from another culture that Mr. Franklin invented the burrito. <laughs> Hey, I'll back that. I'll, I'll, I got nothing to lose with that particular perspective. I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna try to find this weird letter to his sister where he mentioned uh, an all-encompassing like meal or something. I'll be like, see, burrito. This was it. This is it. This is this is the proof. <laughs> so, here's dearest Barbara. <laughs> I found myself famished and with little time. Yes, on my way to the Philadelphia. Court. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If only there was some way. To- <laughs> <laughs> I really wish there was something I could hold in my hand that had all of my favorite breakfast materials. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we have presentation. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's get down to it. Yeah. So, good, again, good, good. it came wrapped in um, – just came wrapped in – White paper thing with a thank you sticker on it. Yeah. Uh, the bag was actually nice. The to-go bag. The to-go bag the was, yeah. It was hefty. It was strong. It was easy to carry. Yeah. You unwrap the burrito and, um, oh, there's a nice little handwritten note saying what it is. Which one it is. So so they're distinguishing all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the little thank you sticker that's keeping it all, you know, closed yeah. up. I, I I like to be thanked when I get food. <laughs> I like to. Like, I, I, I'm glad I spent money there. If it'll Just put it this way. You know those like take out thank you very much bags or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like the same repeated thing over and over. It's like if you had the choice between a plain version of that or the thank you one, yeah. I'll take the thank you one. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't have nearly that strong of opinions about that, <laughs> but uh fair enough. Yeah, I, yeah. 
I mean, because Ian and I both work Radio, in customer. No. no, but Ian and I both work in customer service. Ooh, for the same, for the, yeah, for the same company. We're both baristas, um, and we, I, we have. I know for a fact that you and I have very different opinions about customer service. Ah, what? Then I've done a poor job. In, no, in, no, I didn't. In, no, in I didn't say. The <laughs> I didn't say I that. Failed. I didn't say that we have different ways we do customer service here. Mm. <laughs> To be very, spe- I specifically said we have very different philosophies about customer service. Mm. I submit my philosophy to the philosophy of Amp Coffee LA because mm. that is the company <laughs> I work for, and I'm very grateful to work for this company. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm just much more of like a, like in my head, I'm just much more of like a, I, I'm not a personable person mm. by nature. And I don't care when a company I interact with in the food service world gotcha. is yeah. impersonal towards me. Fair enough, fair enough. I as long that. as the food is good. That is all I care mm, about. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <clears throat> enough. I even will say I personally like a little bit of pretentiousness if the product mm-hmm. if the product backs it up. Sure. Don't you dare be pretentious and your product is garbage though, boy, because yeah. I ain't coming of- back. I ain't coming back, and I will. I will spit on your grave. I will speak ill of, upon your house for generations, and I will pass that down. I've, I've, I've heard you do it. I've heard you do it. <laughs> That's like. I mean, that is um, to trash another. I won't say their name, but another yeah, very names, popular. I say another because as if we were the, like very popular. I know. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Heartbreak. Yeah. Uh, to trash a popular, very popular LA standard that has deep, deep grip on like the coffee culture here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I won't say their name, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. very pretentious shops, very pretentious baristas. Like yeah. the whole experience is very pretentious. Mm-hmm. And that is just like, you are coming to us to get our thing and you should be saying thank you to us yeah. for like allowing that to happen. I yeah. went there the other day to their mm-hmm, location mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. let's call it, I don't know, Silver Lake. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah. um, fictional Fictional place. little place, Silver Lake, right yeah. there fictionally on this, let's just uh, Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. Sundown Boulevard. <laughs> Sundown Boulevard. <laughs> and um, I got a black cup of coffee, single origin. Very simple. Pour over or no? No, I never make people do pour okay, overs. Okay, okay, okay. Um, there is a risk there, so I get you, I get you. Also, I just hate making pour overs, so I never <laughs> oh, okay. ask anyone yeah, to do yeah. it. Fair enough. Um, so, get a, and then I also get a, a cappuccino. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, good combo, actually. Combo. I like that combo. <clears throat> coffee, black coffee was actually very good. I enjoyed mm. it. Great, great tasting notes. Mm-hmm, very, mm-hmm. very forward. Oops. I think it was an Ethiopian. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. 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 Either an Ethiopian or a Guatemalan. Gotcha. Um, the cappuccino was the most garbage thing I've tasted in such a long time. It was like, it was like a stale graham cracker. It was like someone, oh. it was like if you needed to go f- take a graham cracker, if you needed a graham cracker for a recipe and you're like, oh, I don't have any graham crackers. I just have saltines. And you're like, well, what, is it, what makes graham flavor? And you tried to take a saltine and turn it into a graham cracker and then serve that on like a, sh- a s'more. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Wow. It, like, I, That's impressively it bad. It was terrible. It was lukewarm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know. How was the foam? The foam was fine. It was just okay. lukewarm. It was, it was, it was just the coffee then. Yeah, yeah. And it was – the coffee was um, – it was it was just soured and under extracted and it was like it just tasted like really stale graham crackers yeah. and um, even the the eight the 
the rest of the whole milk couldn't hide. Couldn't hide Couldn't it. hide the sins. And I just remember thinking like, this is like one of the most popular places in LA and they're popular <laughs> for being quote unquote the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I spent so much money. My, <laughs> that's the other thing. My friend <laughs> was, I went with, yeah, reality of it. my roommate went with me and we got, and he got a um, hot chocolate for he and his wife, mm-hmm, oat mm-hmm. milk. And then um, he got one of their, um, he got a pastry from them. I forget what mm. it was. Uh, the pastry was about the size of an Oreo, cost about $4, big Oreo, $4. And then um, the hot chocolate, and I, I can verify this, was actually just not hot at all. It was just like cold. <laughs> not even kids temp. Not even kids temp. Gosh, even Starbucks could do that. Yeah, right? I, they do. Because <laughs> the machines do it for them. Oh, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, I say all that to say that, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. like, you know, they 100% have lost their rights to like, in my mind, yeah. to be pretentious because they're totally. not, they're not good. Totally. Totally. I think with Doghouse, it's like, it's a big chain and mm-hmm. the COVID stuff. You know, I just walked in, they said the name, I walked out. So Doghouse is not going to be pretentious, you know? Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I like how you brought that onto Doghouse. <laughs> um, no. And again, like. We went to Badass Breakfast Burritos, yeah. Um, but it technically, again, is Doghouse. Yeah. So I, I'd say with that, so. you know, to, to kind of coincide with that conversation, it, it is kind of weird because we don't really know who is – like I don't have a face. No, I don't know. To, to not only this burrito, the company, is it Doghouse? I'm kind of like left in limbo. Like I can't tell somebody to go get this burrito. I have to say 